Asia Tech Podcast. Voice of the Asian Tech Ecosystem. This is Pitch Tech Asia, powered by Asia Tech Podcast. My name is Graham Brown, joined in the studio by Dana Sakabalakrishnan. Dana, welcome. Hi, Graham. <coughs> good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon to you. We're going to talk about Ula, yep. wandering. <coughs> yeah. So, um, now... Maybe we can explain a little bit about the name first before we sort of dive into the, the company because there's an interesting story there. So Ula, mm-hmm. that is my best Tamil. Yeah, uh, it means to wander, right? So help help us understand. We're talking off air here. So what does it mean? Okay, so uh, Ula came out of my the company name Ulavi Technologies. Yeah. <clears throat> so Ulavi uh, in it is it, typically a Tamil literature word. Um, so uh, it has a couple of meanings. Always the Tamil word has a couple of meanings. So so Ulavi stands for browsing, and then the other words associated with that is wanderer or wandering. Right. So <clears throat> the short form of that, which is colloquially used uh, uh, today, is our Ula. So Ula means you are going around, moving around, uh, seeing things, kind of a thing. So right. it means you are moving from one place to another. That's what is Ula is all about. Okay. Yeah. So it only makes sense that your your um, startup is about moving around yeah so maybe we can start there what, how do you define your market first what market are you operating in see we are um, as we all know like um, Ula the the, <clears throat> the product that we are doing is predominantly a uh, ride hailing uh, mm-hmm. app but it is designed for B2B and very particularly it is designed for travel and hospitality industry <clears throat> so the market that we are now launching is Singapore but um, the global is our market right. end of the day uh, if you are successful in Singapore uh, we already have plans for this year to move to the adjacent markets like Indonesia, Malaysia, and Thailand, which are very hotspot tourism <coughs> destinations. Yeah. So we'll be picking up on uh, des- uh, destinations or countries uh, which <coughs> are heavily uh, used by uh, the, the travelers mm. and, and the combination of vehicles that we offer uh, is is uh, heavily loaded on the travel side, right. which is uh, used by the families and the groups and the mice and those kind of people. Right. So our market is Singapore first, and uh, in in a couple of uh, quarters we expect to move around in Southeast Asia. That's what uh, we are looking into. So you said B two B ride hailing. Explain yeah. to me what that is. So okay. I mean, we'll all understand Grab, Uber. Etc. Gojek on our phones. That'd be B two C ride hailing. What's the difference? Okay, Um, let's take Grab because I I use I I really got excited um, and we uh, started this Ula based on uh, being a user of Grab. Mm. So Grab uh, also uh, happens to do corporates and and B two B, but we are more uh, specifically working on the B two B space because the B two B space uh, is talking about vehicle size. eight seaters and above. Mm. Um, so like um, uh, for the travelers, for a family of five or a four or three, and also a group of two families joining together and so on and so forth. So B2B, we are talking about very specifically the, the fragmented market on the higher side, mm. uh, which is of bigger size vehicles. And, and we are focusing prominently on the bigger size vehicles and the limousines and limousines also are MPVs. Um, mm. So like say the, the, the eight-seater uh, luxury or the executive class vehicles. Mm. So we know Grab and Gojek, uh, they are already there on the, on the sedans and the SUVs. <clears throat> so we are looking more into MPVs and above, like MPVs, combis, coach. Uh, and and limousines. This right. is this is where the B two B space we want to be, and very specifically in the travel and hospitality industry. Right? <clears throat> Can't I just book a 
you know, an eight seater or a, a bus, a coach on mm. Grab. They do have that facility, though. I'm exactly. I think you are a. <clears throat> I think you are an extensive user of Grab. It looks like, even yeah. though you don't book a bus, I don't know, but you've seen the options, right? Yeah, I have That's done. Good. Yeah, That's it's, good. it's a long story, but yeah, yeah by mistake. But <laughs> I was surprised <laughs> when it turned up. Yeah, so <clears throat> uh, they do offer it. Um, yeah. Now what's happening is like uh, they 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 are in a very wider space, right? Yeah. Um, they do offer a coach. They do offer uh, combis. We call that as a combis or the mini bus. Mm. Um, now their focus is more onto a B two C, which doesn't use these kind of vehicles on a regular basis. Mm. Um, and and uh, what we are looking into is more towards a very specific industry, which is travel and hospitality, and also the corporates. And very specifically, saying that our offerings are around that MPV combis and coach, and uh, we are not um, competing uh, with them on the the lower end, which is predominantly used by the B two C, like the sedans, yeah. the SUVs. I don't book a, a combi eight seater to come to uh, this show, right? So predominantly, I will do a four seater or a, or a share of a four seater mm. or a SUV. Now. That is a space where we don't want to be, and we want to be more into the mm. the high end space, uh, limousines and and other stuff. Right? Yeah. Is, is the actual booking different? Is it just that you have to have different customers, or is a different process involved? <clears throat> okay, the ride hailing uh, core architecture of booking going to be the same, more or less. Right. Like, yeah. There is a, a demand, and there is a supply that is going to fulfill that. Now, as the tagline says, it is book and earn, drive and earn. <clears throat> now. You can't earn while booking and grab. You you only pay for that, right? Yeah. <clears throat> or 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 any competitors for that matter. <clears throat> so in our case, since we are doing with B two B, we are offering um, the ability for the booker uh, who happens to be mostly from business. Yeah. Uh, to also book and earn. It means like say for example uh, a hotel um, industry where um, the concierge or the receptionist are trying to book uh, a, a different class of vehicle which is not offered by the the hotel now <clears throat> they do have some contracts and other stuff so there is an opportunity for the hotel industry mm. to uh, upsell certain products and also earn straight away from the pricing that they sell to their clients that is the the earn the cashback so we are saying while you are booking you can also earn uh, that's what the book and earn is all about. So mm-hmm. I just gave one example as a hotel industry. It can be I can talk more examples. So in our app, we have that ability for the booker to specify uh, how much he wants to earn as a cashback. There are some limits that we have set to be uh, uh, what do you call uh, equitable, mm-hmm. <laughs> equitable to the drivers and the market. So that allows them to specify the cashback and they can earn. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Got it. So that's a key differentiating point there. The fact that the booker can earn as well as the driver, right? Okay. Correct. All right. All right. We're going to jump into your pitch deck, Dana. Yeah. And um, not going to do every single slide, but it's yeah. going to bounce about a little bit. But mm-hmm. maybe we can start by looking at what the problem is. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of points here. Pull out the key point here then. Mm-hmm. You know, what is the main problem that we're solving here with Ula? Okay, um, I will say the the first. Uh, I will say you said only one, but I can say the one associated with another. Um, all of these are done offline. When I say offline, they use semi digital uh, contacts, like say yeah. let it be a WhatsApp or a phone call. These are also technologies. We don't. Uh, we still consider them as technologies, but um, the problem is it's not an end to end contact. So when you, you first is you need to find who's available. Mm. Um, then you need to figure out. Uh, are they ready to do this work at a price? Mm. 
And the third thing is, how am I going to pay for it? So, so how is the money flowing from uh, the demand to supply? So all these three contexts is one of the biggest pain points, uh, even though it's all happening on the complete trust basis. Um, but that is a space where we want to uh, organize. It's a, it's a kindly, uh, currently it is an uh, unorganized mm. sector kind of a business which we want to get in and organize it, uh, facilitating the booker to get all curated vehicles and the drivers who have fulfilled the regulatory requirements set by the local uh, transport authority. Mm -hmm. And and very importantly, get a driver who is available mm. and no need to check with A, B, C and then decide. So you're losing time uh, fulfilling uh, your customer service deliverables to your uh, guest or, or, or the traveler. So that is, I will say, I will take the first point, current B2B bookings via WhatsApp, uh, phone calls, emails resulting in outsourcing over outsourcing. I think that creates a lot of uh, cascading impacts uh, on the payment settlements, on right. the quality. This is how it's done now, right? Correct, yeah. correct. So that is a problem statement we are solving um, and, and also offering that cashback facility so that uh, outsourcing over outsourcing. So it means like I get a business, but I'm driving something but I got a business, I don't let go of that. So what mm. the guy does is opens up a WhatsApp and puts it in the WhatsApp group saying that it's as if his order, saying yeah, that I, yeah. I got a job for X dollars. Who wants it? Who wants it? Yeah, right. So even though, and the guy who's throwing to him, trusting that he's going to do the job, but at the end of the day, someone else is going to do the job. Mm. So <clears throat> the transparency is also a bit is of that, a- Is that how it works now? I mean, how, yeah. is that sort of driver to driver in that sense? You know, Correct. Yeah, so drivers are passing it around between each other? Yeah, yeah. That happens uh, a lot in this uh, yeah. industry. So that's what we are trying to solve. Right, that's quite an imperfect market, isn't Correct. it? Correct. Yeah. It's really an imperfect market, unorganized. So the booker <clears throat> can be anyone uh, who, who thinks that uh, X person is going to do. But the one good thing about this unorganized sector is more of uh, trust-based. Mm. Uh, so the guy who picks up ensures that uh, uh, it really happens. That's why when we went into the market, you won't believe in, uh, uh, after Christmas, we started um, uh, spreading the word. Within two weeks, uh, we already had about 600 plus drivers coming on board. Their only pain point, they said, Will I get my money immediately? Right. Is right? That, that the issue right now? Yeah. With them? Yeah. Will I get my money immediately? So right. so I said, why you are saying that? Uh, today, we do the job with the trust that the booker or, or the person who's throwing the job in the WhatsApp or right. giving a phone call will pay me. I'm hoping that or I'm trusting mm. that. So now we are solving that. Whenever you do a job, you complete it until the guy doesn't have a money in his wallet. Uh, or if it's a cash job, say he collects uh, cash from the, the traveler, it's all settled well and there so that they are happy about it. That's why the word spread uh, from 600, it become 850, 800 right. plus in a matter of another uh, couple of weeks. So who are these drivers? Are they, I mean, 850 you talk about, they're not people who just have a bus sitting around, are they? I mean, yeah. do they own the buses? <laughs> I mean, what's their profile? I'm just curious about okay. what their profile of okay. their users are. The, the users are predominantly um, sole proprietors or, or uh, what do you call um, self. Uh, they are also entrepreneurs in, in right. their own way, yeah. uh, but they are more on the traditional side. <clears throat> so they own either uh, a combi or an MPV. Mm -hmm. um, the high end, the executives, like say, I can give a couple of names, like say the Alphards, the Wilfires, yeah. um, those kind of Vianos and, and those kind of stuff. Um, they may have only one vehicle, which is their bread and butter. And they do it uh, a day of 10 to 15 trips. Mm. Um, but they do all mostly those B2B jobs. <clears throat> 
so they are mostly sole proprietors and um, uh, entrepreneurs who are running their own show <clears throat> so they are the bulk of the um, the signups yeah and they are the ones we we need also because <clears throat> uh, our plans are pretty big because uh, we are also engaging with the the online travel agents the otas um the, the the traditional travel agents uh, who run um, a, a kind of a small shop mm. um, but they do have their own clientele <clears throat> so now we are aiming those are our uh, what you call target markets or the demand side of the target markets like um, ability to give the otas an api to book directly these mm. services for which they get an instant confirmation of the drivers the vehicle details the phone numbers now those are the things which are not there in the current space so so um everything happens by email or whatsapp and the thing takes time to come back it's a very traditional flow so now we are talking about instantaneous confirmations so those are the things which we are solving with these um the, what you call uh, the single vehicle owners mm. or the two or three vehicle owners there are also transport companies they are the ones who bring the coaches as right. you said yeah so now but they've got a lot of latency i suppose in their stock as well haven't they correct yeah. they one is they have the latency second is also they have unpredictability right yeah. so so they will be very busy during those uh, uh, peak seasons right and the slack comes in when it is a non peak season so then they hunt for uh, uh, jobs to keep their uh, equipments up and running mm. and to pay for their drivers so the seasonal there are some seasonal factors because you still need vehicles to fulfill the the seasonal factors especially the china is one of the china indonesia and india as per the stb report the singapore tourism board report these are the three markets uh, which bring um, the the top uh, what do you call um, tourism revenue mm. for for singapore mm. similarly for thailand uh, there are a couple of markets like say the india the 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 indonesia and few and others or china for that matter so you you do you need to have vehicles to fulfill the demand uh, and and make sure the the destination is uh, having sufficient vehicles but mm. after the season what happens mm. now that is a place where we want to reach out to the corporates we want to reach out to the online travel agents we want to reach out to many other demand side <clears throat> customers who can use our app and the api which will allow them to directly connect uh, with these uh, freelancers or sole mm. proprietors mm. um so in a way it's a, it's a, you can call it as a uh, vested interest but there is a social angle to it because end of the day these sole proprietors or the single vehicle owners uh, their bread and butter is depending on that one vehicle yeah so the more the order is merrier uh, but end of the day in a day they can do only 10 to 12 trips or 15 trips because mm. there is a time constraint so so <clears throat> there are there is only 24 hours out of that they work for about 10 to 15 hours or mm. 14 hours so they they if they do 10 to 12 or 15 trips they are pretty happy with it but they are very busy in certain seasons and drops uh, off drops yeah. off in certain seasons yeah and the the sort of the curious economics of that kind of market where you have these um large assets which become latent over time so for example you know if you owned a an MPV or a small coach for example mm-hmm. a combi um you might not be you, you might have days when you you don't have bookings for example if you're off right. season and you know i think it's like with the last mile delivery as well is that you know there are guys who will charge the same for one delivery than they'll earn in the whole day because they're sitting around waiting for that delivery but Got if it. you can give them more work they can bring the price of everything down you're right because for them they're working the same hours whether they're sitting waiting at the cafe yeah 
or they're driving, it's all the same. Great. So, you know, you either pay for that one delivery, but if you can give them, you know, keep them busy. Yeah. And that mm -hmm. latency is dealt with and everybody wins because the yeah. prices <clears throat> drop, right? Yeah. I, th I think that's the utility model that we want to bring into this space so that um, you know, one is the, the price factor uh, is kept uh, at a certain range um, because of this unknown or, or uh, mm. the unpredictability. Um, so when when we know how many <clears throat> we see with this we know this many numbers have signed up then we know how to uh, equate that and the more the order comes um, then we have more clarity because <clears throat> um, uh, let's say that one is a traveler uh, coming into Singapore the travelers can be for leisure can be for business so the numbers are very very exciting for us because when we see the numbers of Changi Airport or mm. when we see the numbers of Singapore Tourism Board, they are very very exciting. So it means like people have to travel from space A to place A to place B. Now <clears throat> there are multi-mode transports. There is uh, starting from the the MRTs to the bus, but most of the travelers they explore MRTs or the public transports. <clears throat> But many are uh, constrained by time. Mm. So they come here for a purpose, either for business or for, uh, uh, for three days leisure. And they want to make the, make the maximum out of that. So, so how they make the maximum out of it? Yes, we have our competitors who are uh, giving us a, a tough time, but that is on the sedans and the SUVs. Mm. But come on the different space, which is meant for travel and hospitality and for the business travelers. There we are more focusing on the bigger size vehicles. Mm. Now they have very specific requirements. So, so some of them um, at, today we were discussing with one of the the potential orders. They wanted a very specific vehicle type uh, and and with like what for example? Tell okay, me. like say for uh, Mercedes Sprinter, right. um, twenty three seater. They said very specifically, we need this from this date to this date. Uh, for airport to the hotel, we need a coach uh, of a uh, uh, forty five seater. Mm. And uh, they also need one one more standby uh, Mercedes five, <clears throat> one Alpha and one Mercedes five. Now these are the very specific requirements, mm. and in the market, we need to really hunt for it. So luckily, we have this eight hundred odd database. Now we can uh, sniff through it, and we can figure out that how many Sprinters are there, how many Alphards are there. And the guy who picked up this order, or or the guy who gave us this order, he said. Your turnaround time was amazingly superb, mm. and and uh, this is the first uh, business we are getting from them, and and uh, we were very excited. Yeah, great. and this comes from Middle East, so 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 that, that that's that's uh, the beauty of um, the data and um, the ability to give and the app and the APIs and all those stuff. Mm. Yeah, how do you ensure reliability in the system? Because I imagine <clears> that uh, unlike, for example, you know, if, if a driver doesn't turn up from your Grab, I got a Gojek. Mm -hmm. It's fine, or I cancel and get another driver. Correct. Yeah, but if you've got forty-five people waiting at an airport, yeah, you've got forty-five angry people there. So you, reliability for you, mm -hmm. the premium is a lot higher. How right. how do you sort of build that into the system? Because maybe somebody gets another job, or mm -hmm. how do you sort of work with that? You are you are you are very you are bang on. So what happens is like. We do have our uh, risk management uh, part when it comes to the technology. <clears throat> so say, for example, an advanced job uh, gets cancelled or if it's a no-show happens. Um, so we have some mechanism put in place. <clears throat> so before a start of the job, um, an hour before or I don't know the exact timing, I think it's about an hour plus, 
the driver is expected to start the job so if the job is not started automatically the system uh, cancels that order and recasts the job to other right. gotcha. uh, um, active drivers as a now job and we also have the third layer of security if that doesn't happen for the advanced job then we have our supplier signed up with mm. the contracts uh, we push it to them so we have a separate um, uh, it's not ula is for a real time booking then mm. we have um, the the transporters module that we have done uh, which is an offshoot of ula which is called as um, a job order system mm. uh, that is more on handling the risk management uh, so so we have put in place for um, risk and and very important is um uh the drivers in this space the b2b space also have to be uh, have to bear the the penalties when they don't fulfill certain orders mm. that's that's we are very clean that's a market uh as no, of today how okay is so, it like a rating that would be suffer no, we, financial no we we uh, no our uh, penalties are more towards the the job amount itself like say for example if you commit to pick up a job because this is about quality this is about service delivery um so a driver or say for example a coach a driver who accepts a job if it is an individual or a transport company mm. uh we have a wallet mechanism so we we uh, what do you call um, block or reserve the the money that is uh, a part of the money as uh, uh, their order confirmation so if there is a no show or if there is a cancellation after acceptance where we can't find a driver so we we penalize the drivers mm. uh, for a certain amount so that um this doesn't become a norm because there are two parts to it because we are also very clear that as of now it's a bootstrap so it's 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 a um, uh, it's very critical to to safeguard the the resources the money the next step is when the investors come on board we also want to clearly say how we are operating to make mm. sure that we don't burn a lot of money uh the investors money mm. um by giving um, and and the market norm is very clear the market norm today is for a b2b job if it's a no show the driver or the transport company have to pay the full amount yeah and some companies do charge more it's a two times or three times the fee that penalty um ensures <clears throat> that um there is no default yeah yeah, yeah absolutely because yeah. your brand is at risk is at right? stake yeah, yeah. okay good <clears throat> thanks for clarifying that yeah. let's talk about where you are in the journey so far you mentioned that you bootstrapped it up to now i'll have a look at you've got the there's a slide here i'm going to jump back and forth a little bit no um on slide like where are you now mm -hmm. when did you um set up the company when did you you know how do you um i guess you're live you have the product out there that people can actually purchase that you know you have a history of of customers already so tell us a little bit about the journey there so launch date was when mm -hmm. Um the company the Ulavi Technologies was uh, uh, launched uh, in 2016 October but um uh, I was not able to start immediately on that and uh, in October in October 2017 uh, I came into it full time 100% mm. so I, I I left my job and uh, the calling was uh, great so so then I started in uh, October 2017 um so so that was another story the job was also like the, the job was made um, redundant in my uh, ex uh, what do you call the, the employer so i need to start fresh yeah so i had two options either i go and search for a job or i do uh, i had a passion and dream of doing something on my own and the tech being a technologist i said this is the right time to to get into it mm. and um i started from october 2017 um, straight away and i said let's let's get going with it uh 
uh and um, yeah from there on uh, we started building uh, travel tech products uh for for the b2b space <clears throat> and um, and this one this space is what uh, really uh, gave us the interest that mm. if grab uber gojek ola so there is a lot of them right so so they all um, really there is a lot of struggle i don't deny that but there is a, a white space there which we see very clearly as mm. part of the problem statement we said we need to start so october 2017 was a start and uh, it's one and a half years um, mm. so so we have done a lot of this is a the customer facing app but we do have a lot of back end systems to support our b2b network yeah yeah so year and a half in great there, yeah. there's another slide that follows this mm-hmm. we can just jump back in which is um you've, you've mentioned some of this already you you bootstrapped it yep it's october until, 2017 yeah. yeah so i mean you you sort of bootstrapped the whole thing yeah. and then um i want to jump as well and talk about the team that you sort of built along the way yeah um if we just sort of jump back a little bit here so mm-hmm. you so go back to 2017 mm-hmm. october you started it yourself as the f- sole founder Correct. and then you went about recruiting your team tell us a little bit about your core team and where they came from and okay. what they do okay not every single one of them you, you can talk generally in in generally yes so what happens is um um as usual um we took the mpv route the minimum mm-hmm. viable product route um so um i started uh, on my own first uh, framing what i really want <clears throat> and then um, looked out for an uh, outsourcer because i don't want to get in in house resources straight away so we gave it as a project to a to a company in india and we mm-hmm. started uh, building the the products and um, that is how we started uh, i think that was a right thing to do uh, and then slowly we got in teams uh, along and and um, uh, manish came on board um, as a partner uh, like a sweat equity partner yeah. <clears throat> and um, yeah so he's he's more on sales and marketing so he also comes from a travel uh, and hospitality industry so that helped me a bit because we both talk the same lingo uh, mm. but but he has that um, uh, risk taking uh, what do you call uh, attitude of yeah. coming in and i think it's only uh, he, he took a two third cut of his salary and uh, and and uh, agreed for a sweat equity mm. uh, similarly the other people are mostly the technologist so mm. for them yeah we we pay them but they are all in india they right. they the, the technologist and the testers Uh, they are all in india and and uh, we are building the 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 whole product from india right in chennai probably in chennai yeah. exactly um so in and around chennai so so yeah, yeah. so well, some great it's getting talent. bigger so yeah no, there's a lot <laughs> of talent there at the moment so Indeed. you've kept it lean there's the two of you two based here in singapore exactly and one more person i shouldn't uh, miss out so we are part time product manager because we yeah. wanted one product manager to to do the ui ux and all those things mm-hmm. so we got one part time product manager um so he's from insiad um and um, yeah so it, it really worked well as a part timer and as a product or a project based so he initially did all the product management part and then he moved on so we kept it pretty lean yeah uh, because we want a long runway because um, uh, after reading a lot of um, uh, bad stories about uh, why a startup fails so we want to be as lean as possible mm. uh and and make sure that uh, we get the product right and also get the sales right and um, get into the market so so talking about that what do you have to do now mm-hmm. because there is obviously scale you have to go out there and get you know your 850 drivers for example you mm-hmm. have to now increase mm-hmm. that as well as you have to bring in the the clients who are the, the the um the hospitality 
area, you know, OTAs, whoever it may be, you have to go yeah. and get those relationships. Um, what is it now? Is it just an execution of your plan of your product now, or do you need to add in extra layers of the features that don't exist yet that mm -hmm. need to be added for really this to become as big as you intend yeah, it? Yeah. I think I think as a product, um, always um, there is no uh, end to it, right? So we can keep on adding a lot of features. Uh, as part of the phase, the first phase of launch that we are doing on Monday 18th, uh, we have all the nuts and bolts for us to go live. Um, mm. And, and um, that is predominantly... Uh, catering to the local market, uh, the the travel and the hospitality market. Now um, we are ready for that. So we have already uh, we were surprised again because when we reached out to the um, uh, the DM, we call it as a destination management companies or the travel agents in uh, Singapore and the tour guides mm -hmm. uh, who are registered with Singapore Tourism Board. Uh, we were surprised that even they are saying that. Um, uh, and they registered. We just sent out one email blast and um, we have about uh, 100 registered in about a week mm. saying that we like this, we want uh, the ability to book at the B2B rates. That is the only difference because the rates that are offered in, I think you also mentioned about uh, um, our competitors are Grab in this case, mm. they have coach and, uh, yes, they have coach and everything, but that is for the B2C market. That price is completely different with the, with the B2B right. market. So the people whom we are bringing in as users, uh, they really know what is the price in the market. The only thing is about the find. Uh, is it difficult? Because they have about 10 people whom they work with, they are comfortable with, but they also have certain constraints there. So they like this platform that we are offering. When we said this is a B2B ride booking app mm. using combis, MPVs, coach, and limousines, wow, now I have options. And and the rates are, uh, again, attractive. It's an economy of scale. And plus, um, yeah, so, so people get paid and uh, receive the money uh, immediately. So mm. they say it's, it's good and book and earn. Now that becomes more interesting. Yeah. So so now they say, oh, I can also earn. Okay. So what do you mean by that? It means the booker also get the money immediately. Mm. So that risk of um, not getting the money back uh, after you uh, sell, say it's a cash job, you mm. book something if it's a tour guide. Okay, pick up my guest from uh, a hotel, drop him in the airport, he will give you $80, now you give me $10, say for example. There is no guarantee that this $10 will come back. Yes, the, it's, the intention may be right, but the, the driver may be busy doing a lot of work and mm. he may give you after one week, Yeah. right? <laughs> so, so if you remember, still, yes, you get back your $10, but yeah, otherwise yeah. not. Now, these are the things which we are addressing by way of um, automating or, or putting our app. Yeah. So, but again, there are challenges. Um, you can get more drivers because they are hungry for business. Uh, but the challenges that we will be facing more is uh, on on bringing sizable uh, user community because again it's a B two B right, um, but the good thing is these hundred people are uh, users of that particular service. Um, we may not get one million users, uh, but but um, the users who are coming on board uh, they have a right intent because they want. Uh, this service to be uh, used. Mm. So that way, we, we are pretty okay from a B2B space. We are not looking for a 1 million uh, user subscribers. If it comes, I'm not going to say no to that. But but um, we have a very specific target group that we are uh, uh, chasing behind. Mm. And that is our phase one. Now, the phase two of the product is going to be the, the APIs for the OTAs. Now, there we are already uh, testing that. So So it means like, 
when that happens the scale is going to be humongous now that becomes b to c to b yeah so so when uh, ota is selling something to a uh, end customer via their portal now that purchase is directly linked to our uh, ula with an instant confirmation now that is the game changer that we are looking into yeah and that is where we are almost done so hopefully by next month that is a very immediate release so we are talking to a couple of otas in um, in middle east as well as in uh, in india uh, where we want to uh, get this going so that their orders even some transport companies the chauffeur companies some of the global chauffeur companies who are currently doing everything manual Uh, by emails by excel by whatsapp <clears throat> now for them uh, it's going to be a readily available inventory that they can book uh, using our api and and get uh, instant confirmation and that way they are going to delight their customers because end of the day if you know that a particular vehicle type a particular vehicle type picture and then the driver driver's photo the mobile number of the driver if everything is made visible to you immediately that is a kind of guarantee and trust that you're building yeah. with your customer uh, which is going to go a long way in uh, sustaining the brand uh, for these OTAs and for the global uh, chauffeur companies. Okay, so phase 1, phase 2 we've mm-hmm. talked about. Let's talk about the ask which is going to take you hopefully from 1 to 2. Um, yeah. So you've bootstrapped it until now. Yeah. Um the slide here in the deck is the ask which is what you're looking for at the moment. So Correct. You would say this is at seed stage your this is your first money in apart from your own yeah. and friends and family I guess so yeah. tell us a little bit about what you're asking for Yeah see what what we are looking for is um, we want to go step by step so we are looking about either a pre-seed or a seed or even angels for that matter Yeah um so um and this space is pretty uh, proven model the ride hailing uh, model is very proven the transportation the location based point to point transfers uh, or transportation is a very proven model mm. uh, everyone knows how this business works and um the, there is more uh, expansions or what you call the 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 market is pretty big so start with this but where it will take us we don't know but uh, the same like how grab or mm-hmm. other people started um So a location based point to point transportation that is what our market is and very specifically we are looking into a bigger size vehicles our ask is um so we are looking into a funding of uh, 1 million dollars um, sing dollars sing dollars yeah yep. yep. and uh, the reason i can tell you why we are asking for uh, this because sometimes uh, when it uh, when it is angel and pre seed and a seed um uh, this may look like a a, a big money uh, 1 million uh, sing dollars Uh, but uh, we kept the ticket size uh, very affordable so we kept the ticket size as um, uh, 10000 sing dollars uh, per entry um and and the reason why we are asking is uh, for us to be able to scale uh, for uh, within singapore and also beyond singapore which is the southeast asian market because mm-hmm. the, the key markets are um, uh, thailand indonesia and um, uh, malaysia where we see there is a great opportunity uh, to scale this uh, business to start with as mm. i said the 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 glo- it's a global market end of the day uh, so but we want to first move uh, in southeast asia and see where we can where this can take and and that's why we said uh, we better ask for the right amount so that for next 2 years we have that uh, runway to mm. to really make it fast yeah Yeah, ask for the right amount for your company, not for the the next raise. I think that's the key, isn't it? And that makes complete sense for what you're trying to do. Exactly. So, um, well, Dana, 
I think it's been a, an interesting look into behind the scenes at Ula and what you're building there mm -hmm. and really hope that that goes well for you. Now, Thank you. you say you have a launch coming up. And bear in mind, this is happening in March. People may be listening to this six months down the line. So yeah. you have a launch coming up on Monday, yeah. just around the corner. So yeah. I don't expect you're going to have much sleep over the, the weekend getting everything ready. <laughs> so best of luck with that. Thank you. Um, you're coming to our event on the 20th as well? Yeah, I'll be there uh, uh, for sure. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, looking forward to introducing you to the other founders as well as the angel investors as well. Yep. It's going to be a busy few days for you then, I expect. Indeed. In the studio on Friday, launch on Monday, angel mm -hmm. investors on Wednesday. Those are the kind of weeks you want every <laughs> week, right? Yeah. Can't guarantee it, but yeah. you know that's going to go um, hopefully all according to plan. And um, yeah, best of luck with the launch and all of the others of, of the above as well. And you know the ongoing journey as well in, in building that. Let's see where that goes yeah. and anything that we can do to help you as well. What would be the best way for people to reach out f to you? You know, LinkedIn, email, what's your preferred channel? Yeah, I think I'm fully connected, uh, digitally connected on LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn will be great. Okay. Um, yeah. So details so, in the show notes. Easy. Yeah. People reach yeah. if they somebody watches this, somebody yeah. listens to this, reach out and said, you know, I listen to your podcast, I watch your video, I liked what you're doing. Yeah. It could be an investor, it could be a potential hire, potential partner. Mm -hmm. Even a driver or an OTA, for example, you just don't know. So don't I mean, know, yeah. people watch this stuff. Okay. And um, yeah, thanks for coming in today and sharing your journey. Thanks, Lord Graham. Really appreciate uh, what you are doing. So so really helps uh, startups like us to, to bring forward uh, what we are doing. So wishing you good luck and, and also uh, waiting for the show on the 20th. So, so wishing you all luck uh, to make this uh, success for all of us. Excellent. Gaula. Ula. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You've been listening to Asia Tech Podcast. Find out more at atp.show.